Hey guys, thanks for listening to another great episode. And uh, I had a chance to see uh, the many things that I promised myself that I would do. I would watch the uh, TV series. Uh, in particular, in the TV series department, it is none other than the Marvel TV department from uh, Disney Plus. So of course, uh, after Hawkeye, you know, I have to like wait up for the next few series. So. Uh, this one got my eye because it deals with a lot of um, mental and health issues. And I believe that Marvel themselves have, like, a good idea of what they had. So, uh, let me give you the title of it and why, uh, why uh, it looks so interesting. So, the series is called Moon Knight. And it deals with our uh, lovely character named Mark Specker. Or Stephen Grant, or uh, <laughs> or uh, some third identity, because the uh, the theory is deals with a person who has a, a dissociative identity disorder or DID, which also is referred to as having um, multiple personality or split personality that contains of two or more uh, relative uh, endurance. Uh, personalities within one person uh, that would explain uh, a few uh, gaps in memory a few blackouts and unexplained uh, unexplained reasons uh, why a person would recognize another person from a, another place without remembering who's that person of course uh, this is definitely uh, a, a true life disorder for the mere fact that this person uh, persons uh, have like they know that they've done something it, it's it's part of a, a weird thing and even so uh, it's mostly common uh, that a person would be defending the other person without realizing it meaning that it's only its own manifestation of either their courage or another person that it can handle uh, a certain things uh, iron ironically um, uh, the actor o Oscar Isaac he read up on the uh, DID disorder uh, from I believe uh, a gentleman who who actually wrote about it because I believe he also has uh, DID now uh, back to the series uh, of course uh, Mark Gra uh, Stephen Grant or Mark Spector more likely will we meet Mark later, but we meet with uh, Stephen Grant early on in the first episode, uh, having him having a wonderful day at the museum. Oh, and no worry, I didn't forget about that first scene in that first episode, which, you know, we see ourselves with a gentleman who walks on glass. That That's his panly ass right there. So, of course, yeah, uh, S Stephen finds himself going through... A rather like weird timing because not only is he trying to find himself falling asleep he finds himself uh, in I believe in some part of Norway or uh, Switzerland area and he has himself the scarab uh, oh the Australian Alps I didn't realize that part but even so um, we meet up with Arthur Harold uh, Hero. 
uh, ironically would be the first gentleman we see and uh, DID in, in a way uh, being portrayed in the episode is like a ton of blackouts and for that it is like totally different totally weird and uh, of course uh, he doesn't realize that when he gets back to his flat his you know his little uh, room or apartment uh, in in Britain in England uh, that he realized he lost days on end and realizing that the fish is not really a fish per se but he realized that something's amiss something's wrong and he kind of knew that but he doesn't even know why so of course uh, he finds himself finding some sort of uh, knickknacks around the household uh, he finds an events a hidden phone and a car, uh, key card with a number that keeps hitting or has a missed call. Uh, of course, we are meet with a voice named Layla, which we will learn later this season, that, uh, to refer in Stephen to Mark. And Stephen doesn't understand why easy you know being tagged for mark on the next day uh it turns out that harold is visiting steven and realizing that he is some sort of uh, uh servant to the uh egyptian goddess uh amet uh which is pretty much the crocodile if i'm not mistaken uh but even so it's it's totally understandable with the Egyptian gods with their uh, avatars ha <laughs> uh, that is like going crazy and all that so of course uh, Amut's uh, servant uh, warns him that he will get the scare of one way or another and by doing so later that night uh, there is like this jackal like creature that attacks uh, Steven now unbeknownst to Steven uh, Mark in a way shows up as the reflection part of his body telling him that he can take over his body but only if Steven wills it or grants him permission and of course uh, we get our wonderful first uh, debut of none other than the suit rather than what we now known as the uh, the Moon Knight suit so of course um, we are uh, granted to the next episode which uh, yeah uh, Steven is being blamed for the damages that the Jekyll caused uh, which does not appear uh, in the uh, <laughs> in the uh, cameras but because it's kind of like weird it's like seeing a creature happen uh, he uses uh, a uh, he uses the card from last episode uh, to open up the storage locket that finds the scarab. And he is again talking himself with uh, Mark, who is the avatar for the Egyptian god Khonshu, which is the moon god. Uh, then we are confronted with Layla, whom makes her appearance in this episode. Uh, that, you know, confronts Stephen instead of Mark and gets arrested 
before anything else happens. Uh, Arrow, uh, surprisingly, uh, revealed that he was Contra's previous avatar, and then he abandons Contra uh, to go after Amit as a servant. Uh, the scarab that he seeks is uh, seeking the burial for Amit and trying to resurrect her. Therefore, she can remove the remove the evil parody uh, that has swept the land. Um, who does and will do evil deeds? Of course, uh, Layla breaks Stephen out, but Arrow once again summons the cre uh, creature, a jackal creature. But this gives us another fine look of the suit uh, while fighting, fighting, and then we get ourselves with a, another. Well, actually, we we saw that Steven summons the suit, but it's a classic suit. It's the uh, Mr. Knight suit, uh, comparing to uh, Mark Shepard's. Uh, Mark Shepard's. Uh, kind gentleman, by the way. Uh, now, Mark Spector's uh, version, which is literally the suit with the hood and bandages, and it's quite remarkable of how the distinct two versions of it. And this also plays in line with the um, with the uh, the set, uh, diet, uh, dissociative and uh, associative uh, disorder, which we're seeing two different characters, but the same person. Uh, although weird enough that uh, Kanchi threatens uh, Mark that Leo will be his next avatar if he doesn't stop Harrow. So it pretty much is like a race before time proving his worth. Uh, on episode 3, um, of course Harrow uh, will find themselves over Egypt. As well as Stephen and Grant are experiencing both blackouts on both ends of their own sides. Uh, about getting to the uh, the information. However, Kanchu uh, didn't get enough information, so he's calling upon the council of the fellow Egyptian gods and their avatars about Harrow's plan. But uh, throughout this medity, Harrow, uh, being a uh, servant to Kanchu, one point or another uh, was able to be invited in and kind of disregards being the avatar for Amat. So of course uh, this being of a weird thing uh, happens to lead us to this wonderful uh, structure where we're at this juncture, uh, this little uh, raffle, uh, which by the way this gentleman uh, who starred in this episode uh, which is pretty much uh, a name drop of the character uh, Anton Magart Magart Magrat the actor gentleman only appeared in this one episode but sadly he moved on he passed away uh, uh, before I believe or during this uh, debut uh, sadly it, it was a was a tragic ending for this talented actor but um, of course we're seeing ourselves with Steven and Mark fighting with his men and escaping the desert with a now tattered if destroyed uh, sarcophagi that is uh, 
put together with the with the uh, cloths. So of course, uh, Layla and Mark assume that it's like it's very you know like destroyed, very bad. But uh, with Mark's help, uh, Ma oh, it, with Stephen's help, not Mark. Sorry, uh, Stephen's help with uh, deciphering the the discarded fragments uh, then cigar guy that turns into like a map luckily for some uh, you know some of these things are kind of cute to see that Steven actually recognized some patterns as well as some puzzle patterns that uh, helps out uh, one of many things so of course uh, the only way to understand that this is a star map uh, country does does this forbidden uh, move with uh, Steven summoning the suit uh, correcting the night sky to the right moment uh, where uh, Amon's tomb's been buried so of course uh, by doing so he angers the Egyptian gods which was a final warning from the last uh, attempt that they put them into this uh, Anushibit an Egyptian, uh, oh, forgive me, uh, an Egyptian statue uh, that represents the creature or god uh, in a manner to hold the uh, ability, if you will, leaving both Stephen and Mark uh, without country's power. On the next episode, uh, we are finding ourselves with. Uh, Steven and Layla finding the desert camp which is located at the, the uh, Mitz tomb which is basically a uh, shape of a maze shape uh, of the Eye of Horus uh, they discovered that uh, some of them had uh, some of his men were unalive by undead priestess a uh, priest and tries to attack uh, Greenland which, by the way, if you've seen the design of the uh, Egyptian priest, which is top-notch, I give kudos for the costume design, I thought, because this is, like, literally someone's, like, weird. So, of course, uh, in, in the midst of you know, almost true factoids and everything, Lil is confronted with Harrow, but Harrow doesn't, like, does anything he just talks with her realizing that the people that was with her father uh, was Mark but he supposedly got him got her father killed on a archaeological dig by accident so that's why that what happened with her father that gives us this shroud of mystery throughout almost a few episodes ago uh, of course, Stephen finds the tomb, but it turns out that uh, Amit's last avatar uh, wasn't uh, wasn't too much of uh, <laughs> Harrow, but actually the Alexander the Great. Uh, and by retrieving the statue inside his body, uh, Layla is confronting uh, Mark angrily. That revealed that he was. Uh, among the groups that got her father killed, but it was more of associates that got him, you know, riled up with all this mystery. 
and of course uh, what I've been announced knowing Arrow did uh, unalive Smark uh, by shooting him which gives us at the end of the episode is asylum looking like structure which gives us this whole new vibe with uh, with ironically uh, a way of telling us how it looks in the afterlife and of course, uh, Mark meets Steven for the first time, actually two people in separate bodies, which means this was representation of a psychopath guy that has never been, you know, working, which gives us this third uh, personality that neither one has seen, which is trapped inside the psychopath guy that's rocking, shaking, shaking, until they meet this wonderful, fantastic female hippopotamus uh, person that is representing of the name of the first episode, which entails that is a funny, funny thing. Thanks for listening to another great episode. And uh, I had a chance to see uh, the many things that I promised myself that I would do. I would watch the uh, TV series. Uh, in particular, in the TV series department, it is none other than the Marvel TV department from uh, Disney+. Plus. So, of course, uh, after Hawkeye, you know, I have to, like, wait up for the next few series. So... Uh, this one got my eye because it deals with a lot of um, mental and health issues. And I believe that Marvel themselves have like a good idea of what they had. So uh, let me give you the title of it and why, uh, why uh, it looks so interesting. So the series is called Moon Knight and it deals with our uh, lovely character named Mark Spector or Stephen Grant, or uh, <laughs> or uh, some third identity, because the uh, the theory is deals with a person who has a, a dissociative identity disorder or DID, which also is referred to as having um, multiple personality or split personality that contains of two or more uh, relative uh, endurance. Uh, personalities within one person uh, that would explain uh, a few uh, gaps in memory a few blackouts and unexplained uh, unexplained reasons uh, why a person would recognize another person from a, another place without remembering who's that person of course uh, this is definitely a, a, a true life disorder for the mere fact that this person uh, persons uh, have like they know that they've done something it, it's it's part of a, a weird thing and even so uh, it's mostly common uh, that a person would be defending the other person without realizing it meaning that it's only its own manifestation of either their courage or another person that it can handle uh, a certain things uh, ironically um, uh, the actor uh, Oscar Isaac he read up on the uh, DID disorder uh, from I 
believe uh, a gentleman who who actually wrote about it because I believe he also has uh, DID. Now, uh, back to the series. Uh, of course, uh, Mark Gra- uh, Stephen Grant, more Mark Spector, more likely we'll, we meet Mark later, but we meet with uh, Stephen Grant early on in the first episode, uh, having him having a wonderful day at the museum. Oh, and no more. I didn't forget about that first scene in that first episode, which, you know, we see ourselves with a gentleman who walks on glass. That That's his panly ass character. So, of course, yeah, uh, S- Stephen finds himself going through a rather like weird timing because not only is he trying to find himself falling asleep he finds himself uh in i believe in some part of norway or uh, switzerland area and he has himself the scarab uh oh the australian alps i didn't realize that part but even so um we meet up with arthur harold uh harold uh, ironically, would be the first gentleman we see, and uh, DID, in, in a way, uh, being portrayed in the episode, is like a ton of blackouts, and for that, it is like totally different, totally weird, and uh, of course, uh, he doesn't realize that when he gets back to his flat, his, you know, his little. Uh, room or apartment uh in in Britain in England uh that he realized he lost days on end and realizing that the fish is not really a fish per se but he realized that something's amiss something's wrong and he kind of knew that but he doesn't even know why so of course uh he finds himself finding some sort of uh, knickknacks around the household. Uh, he finds in events a hidden phone and a card, uh, key card with a number that keeps hitting or has a missed call. Uh, of course, we are meet with a voice named Layla, which we will learn later this season, that, uh, to refer in Stephen to Mark. And... Stephen doesn't understand why he's, you know, being tagged for Mark. On the next day, uh, it turns out that Harold is visiting Stephen and realizing that he is some sort of uh, uh, servant to the uh, Egyptian goddess uh, Amet, uh, which is pretty much the crocodile, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but even so, it's it's totally understandable with the Egyptian gods with their uh, avatars. Ha 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 ha. That is like going crazy and all that. So of course, uh, Amut's uh, servant uh, warns him that he will get the scare of one way or another. And by doing so, later that night, uh, there is like this jackal-like creature that attacks uh, Stephen. Now, unbeknownst to Stephen, uh, Mark, in a way, shows up as the reflection part of his body. 
telling him that he can take over his body, but only if Steven wills it or grants him permission. And of course, uh, we get our wonderful first uh, debut of none other than the suit, or rather than what we now know as the uh, the Moon Knight suit. So of course, um, we are uh, granted to the next episode, which uh, yeah, uh, Stephen is being blamed for the damages that the Jekyll caused. Uh, which does not appear uh, in the uh, <laughs> in the uh, cameras, but because it's kind of like weird, it's like seeing a creature happen. Uh, he uses uh, a uh, he uses the card from last episode uh, to open up the storage locker that finds the scarab, and he is again talking himself with uh, Mark, who is the avatar for the Egyptian god Khonshu is the moon god uh then we are confronted with layla whom makes her appearance in this episode uh that you know confronts steven instead of mark and gets arrested uh before anything else happens uh arrow uh surprisingly uh, revealed that he was conscious previous avatar and then he abandons uh, Kanchu to go after Amit as a servant. Uh, the scarab that he seeks is uh, seeking the burial for Amit and trying to resurrect her. Therefore, she can remove the remove the evil purity uh, that has swept the land. Um, who does and will do evil deeds? Of course, uh, Layla breaks Stephen out. But Arrow once again summons the cre uh, creature, a jackal creature. But this gives us another fine look of the suit uh, while fighting, fighting. And then we get ourselves with a another. Well, actually, we we saw that Steven summons the suit, but it's a classic suit. It's the uh, Mr. Knight suit. Uh, comparing to uh, Mark Shepard's, uh, or Mark Shepard's, uh, kind gentleman, by the way. Uh, no, Mark Spector's uh, version, which is literally the suit with the hood and bandages, and it's quite remarkable of how to distinct two versions of it. And this also plays in line with the um, with the uh, the scent, uh, diet. Uh, the associative, uh, associative uh, disorder, which we're seeing two different characters but the same person. Uh, although, weird enough that uh, Kanchu threatens uh, Mark that Leo will be his next avatar if he doesn't stop Harrow. So it pretty much is like a race before time proving his worth. Uh, on episode 3, um, of course, Harrow uh, will find themselves over Egypt, as well as Stephen and Grant are experiencing both blackouts on both ends of their own sides, uh, about getting to the, uh, the information. However, Kanchu uh, didn't get enough information, so he's calling upon the council of the fellow Egyptian gods and their avatars about Harrow's plan, but uh, throughout this medity, 
hero of being a uh, servant to Kanju one point or another uh, was able to be invited in and kind of disregards being the avatar for Amat. So of course uh, this being of a weird thing uh, happens to lead us to this wonderful uh, structure where we're at this juncture uh, this little uh, raffle uh, which by the way this gentleman uh, who starred in this episode uh, which is pretty much uh, a name drop of the character uh, Anton Magart 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 the actor gentleman only appeared in this one episode but sadly he moved on he passed away uh, uh, before I believe or during this uh debut uh, sadly it, it was a it was a tragic ending for this talented actor but um of course we we're seeing ourselves with steven and mark fighting with his men and escaping the desert with a now tattered if destroyed uh sarcophagi that is uh put together with the with the uh cloths so of course, uh, Layla and Mark assume that it's like, it's very, you know, like destroyed, very bad. But uh, with Mark's help, uh, Ma oh, it, with Stephen's help, not Mark, sorry, uh, Stephen's help with uh, deciphering the the discarded fragments on the cigar guide that turns into like a map. Luckily for some. Uh, you know, some of these things are kind of cute to see that Steven actually recognized some patterns as well as some puzzle patterns that uh, helps out uh, with many things. So, of course, uh, the only way to understand that this is a star map, uh, Kanchu does, does this forbidden uh, move with uh, Steven summoning the suit, uh, correcting the night sky to the right moment uh, where uh, Amon's tomb's been buried. So of course uh, by doing so he angers the Egyptian gods which was a final warning from the last uh, attempt that they put them into this uh, Anushibut uh, an Egyptian uh, oh, forgive me uh, an Egyptian statue uh, that represents the creature or god uh, in a manner to hold the uh, ability, if you will, leaving both Stephen and Mark uh, without country's power. On the next episode, uh, we are finding ourselves with uh, Stephen and Layla finding the desert camp, which is located at the uh, Mid's tomb. Which is basically a uh, shape of a May shape uh, of the Eye of Horus. Uh, they discovered that uh, some of them had uh, some of his men were unalive by undead priestess uh, priests and tries to attack uh, Grand Layla. Which, by the way, if you've seen the design of the uh, Egyptian priest, which is top notch, I give kudos for the costume design I thought because this is like literally someone's like weird so of course uh, 
in in the midst of you know, almost true factoids and everything, Leo is confronted with Harrow, but Harrow doesn't like does anything. He just talks with her, realizing that the people that was with her father uh, was Mark, but he supposedly got him got her father killed on a archaeological dig by accident so that's why that what happened with her father that gives us this shroud of mystery throughout almost a few episodes ago uh of course steven finds the tomb but it turns out that uh amidst last avatar uh wasn't uh wasn't too much of uh <laughs> hero but actually the alexander the great and by retrieving the statue inside his body, uh, Layla is confronting uh, Mark angrily. That revealed that he was uh, among the groups that got her father killed, but it was more of his associates that got him, you know, riled up with all this mystery. And of course, uh, what I've been knowing, Arrow did uh, unlife Mark. Uh, by shooting them, which gives us at the end of the episode is asylum looking like structure, which gives us this whole new vibe with, uh, with ironically, uh, a way of telling us how it looks in the afterlife. And of course, uh, Mark meets Steven for the first time, actually two people in separate bodies. Which means this was representation of a psychopath guy that has never been, you know, working. Which gives us this third uh, personality that neither one has seen, which is trapped inside the psychopath guy that's rocking, shaking, shaking, until they meet this wonderful, fantastic female hippopotamus uh, person that is representing um, the name of the first episode, which entails that is a funny, funny thing. Hey guys, um, I know that you guys are listening to my cast, so I'm actually more than just on uh, Apple, surprisingly, I think. I'm also on Spotify, as well as Anchor.fm itself. Also, I am on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Public Radio. Just come over and onto uh, the Anchor website for me on... Uh, www.anchor.fm slash edcast20 that is www.anchor.fm forward slash edcast20 yeah just uh, shoot me an email or uh, keep listening to uh, more of my episodes uh, as I try my best to keep popping them up Until then, thanks for listening.